Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening. You're listening to another episode of Bright Lights, Consumer Trends in Conversation with Element 54. I'm your host, Julianne Ng. With the return of in-person conferences since the pandemic began over two years ago and the upcoming 75th anniversary edition of the SMR Congress in Toronto, we're speaking with a small group of industry leaders to get their thoughts on three questions. SMR is a membership organization serving the global business community of insights and analytics. In today's episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Jasmine Sachdeva. Jasmine leads the Consumer, Shopper and Analytics Center of Excellence for Artera Canada. Artera are the makers and owners of award-winning wines in Canada, such as Jackson Triggs, Inniskillen, Sandbanks, Saintly and Basque. In her role at Artera, Jasmine drives innovation on new research techniques, communicating insights effectively and overall executional excellence for the Center of Excellence. Jasmine has over 20 years of market, consumer, shopper, retail, and data analytics experience in various industries. She has a strong passion for uncovering what makes consumers, the human, do what they do and why, and building bridges with insights and the needs of the business. Welcome to the podcast, Jasmine. It's a pleasure to have you as our guest today. Thanks, Julianne. I'm really happy to be here. Are you ready for our three questions? Let's go. Shoot. I think I am. Great. First question is, this year's SMR Congress looks to the future and asks, what if? What's the what if question that excites you the most as it relates to research and insights and why? It would be hard to just have one. There's so many things out there that's so exciting right now and super interesting as this industry is continuously evolving and changing. You know, I'm, I'm keenly interested in research tech and Um, how those things will change. But I think if I had to settle on one thing that was really important to me, it would be really, you know, that what if about, um, you know, how we might change as an industry and and where we find great talent and where we find diversity of thought um, that comes into this industry. You know, oftentimes we see job postings, you know, and I'm probably guilty of this. I've been guilty of this, of, you know, you need X amount of years of experience with this much technical background. And, you know, you've had to work for a certain type of companies. And I think as, you know, as the pandemic happened, as people changed, as, you know, I work in the alphabet space, relationship with alcohol has changed through, you know, pre-pandemic, through the pandemic and post-pandemic. It's really beneficial to get some diversity of thinking, you know, and drive some more inclusivity. So, you know, moving away from you need X number of years of experience to looking at people who have curiosity mindset, really, who drive that forward, who, you know, you can learn the technical skills as you go along, but I think having the ability to look at insight as it comes out and read between the lines and be that insight whisperer, because it brings a different perspective that you might not have had. So anybody can read what a top box score is or whatnot, but really driving what that might mean for the consumer and translating that into a business connectivity is super important. And I think that might come from looking at different different skill sets and experiences. And, you know, I'm in Canada. And as we think about how our, our landscape is changing across the country and how our sources of um, immigration and who's drinking what, you know, just, you know, being selfish about the Alpev industry, you know, having a different perspective um, than we've had previously makes a huge difference. So I guess the what if is, what if we change the way we thought about the folks that work with us, not only from, you know, our partner side, but also internally, and we could get some different perspective and a different way to maybe solve some problems. That's a very interesting answer. 
And have you been successful at Artera using this approach? Yeah, I'd like to say we are, you know, we have a fantastic team that I have the great privilege of working with, you know, day in, day out. And we have varied backgrounds. And, you know, in our very last hire, we we had the right skill set for what we needed, but not with the traditional market research background, which was really great, so that the team can learn from one another, because this hire with their diverse background in analytics is able to, to transfer knowledge and learning across the team and vice versa. So I, you know, I think it's been a successful way uh, of looking at it, you know, not always looking for that traditionalist, that person who, you know, who's going to, to strive towards that statistical perfection. We can get that um, somewhere, but it's that curiosity mindset that came with, with a group that I, that I've put together here. And it, it's really fascinating. Some days there's things we're not even thinking about from a business perspective that comes up and we're like, that's a nugget. Let's chase that. Let's look at that because that came from a diverse background. This is so timely too, when you think about what you mentioned in terms of people changing careers, um, the whole, um, all that talk out there about the great resignation. It's that it's a lot harder to hire in general to begin with right now across many different industries. Yeah, And even at element 54, where we, had traditionally um, posted based on looking for the researcher skill sets and past experiences. In our latest round of hires, we also switched um, our mindset to be more based on values rather than specific skills. And we've also had success with that. That's, that's so fantastic to hear. It's just, it will just change the way that we find the insight and we drive that connectivity if we're all, you know, kind of industry-wide take a more open approach. We talk a lot about diversity and inclusion, you know, and, and I think we're making great strides that way, but I think it's diversity and inclusion in our mindset as well about, you know, about the right, about the right people that will help to recharge your business and, and what you're trying to accomplish. And it's not always easy to convince people to go that way because it takes like, it does take that shift to be open, to know that it's, you can still find successful candidates that don't have the traditional backgrounds. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a journey. Um, and I think, you know, if, if more folks and more organizations, and I've been hearing a lot about it as, you know, working, you know, working with partners and working with other industry peers, you know, there's a, there's a shift in mindset and adaption to this. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that come to life also with the, with our, with our research partners. Right. And, um, we're starting to see that as well. That's great. So question number two, thinking of industry conferences, how do you think this Congress and other conferences may evolve coming out of the pandemic and why? Well, Julian, I, you know, you and I talked earlier, but I, you know, I shared with you that I'm super excited about Congress because it's my first conference in maybe two or even three years. And so I'm super excited to be back at, at a conference and in person. So like qualify, I've done some conferences online through the pandemic, but being back in person is, is super energizing. I'm really excited to, to meet new people, listen to new thoughts and in person, build those connections. Um, and really, and really just take advantage of, you know, the knowledge and, and the brain power that's going to be at Congress, you know, coming out of, out of this, I think conferences are going to be likely hybrid. And, you know, I welcome that not all, um, you're not able to, uh, you know, able to travel and get to, to a number of places. Um, so having, you know, kind of the ability to get some knowledge and learning, through the hybrid model, I think the the biggest miss by not being in person generally is is 
meeting people live and you miss some nuances, you miss the conversations, you might miss those things. So, you know, in the future, I think they're going to be hybrid. And, um, you know, personally, if I get an opportunity, I'm going to keep trying to get out in person um, so I can have those conversations and, you know, listen and learn from other really fantastic people in our, our industry. I couldn't agree with you more. And it's going to be my first uh, in-person conference as well. Last question. What are you most optimistic about the future for the insights industry? Oh, there's so many things, Julian, um, to be excited about. There's, you know, um, just, and it's hard to choose. So just in the interest of time, I think the one thing I'm most interested about is, you know, that the value of an insights organization and the power of great insights within a business is is really well recognized. And I know that it's it's been this way for years, but I think that there's a really great big shift happening. Um, and it, this is what's exciting me about the future. It's about how we can take, you know, what we would call traditional insights and marry it with data, big data, and how we can drive even more turbocharged insights through there. And I keep using turbocharged, but we're moving at a pace that's really rapid. We're, humans are changing so quickly. The industry is changing. The world is changing. And like the, the categories that we're working in are changing. And so when we see, you know, um, organizations recognize that the you know the like the inherent value of having a great insight and foundational learning and then bringing it all together with the data that's either internal or external to the company that's what i'm 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 really excited about for you know and optimistic about the future i think most folks had thought that okay with the advent of big data that you know traditional consumer shopper insights you know might take a a, a back seat but it's a compliment and it's actually interconnected and it tells a much more fulsome and actionable story that can make some really big business decisions. So I'm really optimistic about, uh, about that and how we, how we continue to leverage that into the future. Thank you so much for your time, Jasmine, and for your insights. Oh, it was my great pleasure. It's, it's great to chat with you and I'm looking forward to seeing you again in person. I can't wait to see you as well. All right, take care, have a great day. You too. If you're interested in hearing more about industry and consumer trends from different experts, please make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to Bright Lights, Consumer Trends and Conversation with Element 54. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode or know someone else who would, we'd love to hear from you. Just reach out to me through LinkedIn or at julianne.ng at element-54.com. Thank you for listening.